Welcome to the Middle Age-ish Podcast, authentically and unapologetically keeping it real, discussing all things middle age-ish, a time when metabolism slows and confidence grows. Join fashion and fitness entrepreneur Ashley Badoski, former Celtic woman and founder of the Lisa Kelly Voice Academy, Lisa Kelly, licensed psychologist and mental health expert, Dr. Pam Wright, and highly sought-after cosmetic injector and board-certified nurse practitioner, Trisha Kennedy-Roman. Join your hosts on the journey of Middle Age-ish. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Middle Ages Podcast. I'm Trisha Kennedy-Roman, and I'm joined here today with my co-host, Ashley Badoski, Lisa Kelly, and Dr. Pam Wright. And today you are listening to our Sofa Talk. We're going to be talking about our upcoming episode with Derek Johnson. He is a U.S. Army veteran and also a fitness coach and really a mindset coach. He has a great attitude of just a go-getter attitude, and I think he's going to be really great to talk to. I know. I think this is our first veteran. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Think Which so. I think is amazing. You know, I mean, I've just got a soft spot for the veterans and those that do what they do and have done mm-hmm. what they've done. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And to see him keep up with his physique and his working out and his positivity. I mean, he's just, well, I just think you have to be set, like your inner core has to be so strong and your mind Mm -hmm. has to be just like your moral compass for the most part has to be really firm in your beliefs. It's kind of like law enforcement and things like that. You see the worst of humanity when you're dealing with war and trauma. uh, Right. And so I think just those that can come through it, we've talked about, you know, triumph over tragedy and and Mm -hmm. all of those things. But I think this is just another one that proves that point Mm -hmm. that, you know, with your strong inner core. Mm -hmm. He has an oppressive background, too. He was soldier of the year for his battalion three times, and he's received numerous awards for physical therapy. And I'm curious if he was really disciplined and that's what made him join the army or right. if that's what made him so disciplined. Made him disciplined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he is, I mean, if you listen to, I've researched him a lot and listened to a lot of his videos and he's super, he's just so disciplined. You know, we were just talking about going to Pure Bar and, you know, I <laughs> yeah. said that's really early in the yep. morning. It's about excuses. I mean, our, yeah. our I podcast with Michael, he talked about excuses yep. and it's really easy to make excuses. And I think listening to him, he's just so disciplined. You know, yeah. I don't think he makes excuses. That's funny. I was talking to Scott today and we were talking about, you know, people who make excuses and he was talking about a conversation he'd had with somebody else. He was a pro athlete as well. And he was saying that the first person to fail is always the person who has the problem turning up on time. Always. They're always the ones that go, can we do 15 minutes later? Oh, I don't know. This is very early. <laughs> They're the, the first ones to go. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I really, I mean, I think that that's such a strong point because oh, yeah. I mean, going back, like you have to be disciplined and when you mm-hmm. make a commitment it's that commitment. It's yep. not like you don't get to vary, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, what you're agreeing to based on your yeah. terms. It's yes. like you either do it or you don't do it. Yeah. And it's your choice. Right. Exactly. Choice. You don't have to do it. Yeah. 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 But the discipline to work out, oh my goodness, I really don't have that. I mean, I, <laughs> I find it really hard. It is hard. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to be super embarrassed to talk to him because I can talk myself out. I'll be like, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's okay. You know, I'll work out extra hard tomorrow, but if I could just lay in this bed for another 30 minutes, I'll be fine. Yeah, so yeah. I, um, I'm i actually really embarrassed to talk to him. Yeah. He doesn't need to hear about my lack of discipline. I but. think working out, though, is so different when you get to middle age as well, though. That's uh, been, I think that's been the hardest mm-hmm. part. And then you hear so many different things about what you should do when you're middle age and what you shouldn't do when you're middle age. I was listening to somebody today saying it was actually pointless to be on a treadmill yep. in your middle age. And yeah. lift weights, like yeah. the award. 
weight. It's well, because your body doesn't mm-hmm. respond how it used to. Yeah. And so where like you could, you know, do whatever type of workout or whatever, you would see results quicker. And our age group, the body is is not our friend half the yeah. time. And so it takes longer. And I think that that's why so many women, I mean, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for men, but why they do give up, you know, because you, you're so used to seeing results quicker in most cases, yeah. not in all, but now it, it, it does take longer. And so you just, you have to stay committed, but you're committed to a goal that you don't see yet. And that can be hard. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. Are we using our age as an excuse though? You know what I mean? Is well, that- I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there's but, so much conflicting information. Yeah. So you're like... What but I know for me, it's, a, it's, it's the truth. Like yeah. I, re- I mean, I've stayed, I mean, I played tennis like four days a week competitively all through my thirties. I worked out, I ran and I would see, like I could stop running for a month and I could run for a week and be right back at it. Yeah. Like my body would bounce back and I would start to see the definition. So that to me is just, but it's just me, mm-hmm. but now it does take longer for mm-hmm. me to see now, granted, I can't run anymore because my knees. Yeah, <laughs> that's not an excuse. It's true. <laughs> can't do this. Yep. But just for me, it takes longer for me to see results. And like I said, so then you're doing something with the hope of seeing something better, you know, or feeling better or something like that. So yeah, it's definitely not as fast though as it used to be. Or the same thing that works before doesn't work now. Oh, that's so, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But I feel like so many people are into the marketing. You know, we talk about the quick fix and things like that. Oh my but gosh, I mean, it's there's so many advertisements. You click on anything about take this, you know, gummy and you'll like melt fat overnight and take I'm not, it's just I think people always that. been around. I though. was like, but that's just the world we it's live in. Around. Everyone wants a quick fix yeah. and they don't want to have to yeah. put the time in. Mm-hmm. And just logistics wise and common sense, you know, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like nothing is easy if that's worth it. Yeah. I mean, that's just how like life life was Mm -hmm. never meant to be easy right? and worth it, you know, like you, you got to work for it. And so, but yeah, we're just in that, that world of instant gratification. I want that look, but not to have to work for it, you know, so. Mm -hmm. I think about Michael in our last podcast and talking about using pain to get stronger. And that's what I'm trying to tell myself from doing that wall Pilates that my butt hurting this bad is making me stronger. But that shows you that, but that's the thing, like, that's the crazy thing with that, like guess the wall Pilates or when you, you know, start at pure bar and all of a sudden you're like, Mm -hmm. I cough and my core like hurts and I'm whatever. But that shows you that you actually are doing something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It gets scary when you don't feel it. If I was to ask someone after a first class at the studio, like, how are you feeling? Oh my gosh, I feel great. Like I didn't feel anything. And I'll be like, uh Oh, uh, <laughs> you didn't work hard enough. Uh yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So our, on our yeah. Facebook page today, we put about making your bed every day mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. discipline. Who does that? Do you guys do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most days. Most I don't. Days. Mm-hmm. Scott okay. does. But if I'm the last one out, I'm not gonna, cause I feel like I'm just going to get right back in it. But the most <laughs> successful people Make, make their bed. Mm-hmm. So I think I that love that made me motivated. Bad. Now, granted, I have yeah. fifty five thousand pillows yeah, on my bed. It, it looks ridiculous, but so fabulous. Yeah, and it just makes me happy. And you do that every day, for the most part. Now, there are some days like if I don't sleep well, and I know I'm going to come home, I'll just leave it. You know, I'll close my door so I like I don't even look in there. Mm-hmm. But it makes me so happy to have a master bedroom, like the bed made. 
Yeah, I've never left my bed unmade. Not since I was like, you know, in my teens, maybe. Oh, but, I mean, uh, I, I totally get Like, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, oh, no, I'm going to come right home from work. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to just like lay down for two seconds. But I think it's the act of like, if I was going to do that, it's the act of like, Taken down, and I have a duvet, so like you know, oh, I love the. Oh, you know, I can't do like, a comforter like yeah. it has to be the duvet and yeah. the sheets, and but I don't make it as well as Scott makes it. Scott makes the bed like look gorgeous. Really? I, oh yeah. Oh, I would wow. hire him out. He is amazing. What? He can make our house look like a show house <gasps> in ten minutes. Him and oh. Jack, my son Jack. The oh, rest wow. of us, not so much. Oh, that's amazing. great. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's why fantastic. I'm yeah, yeah. Housekeeping. Oh. Yeah. He's great. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Michael loves for it to look nice, but I mean, he really doesn't care. Oh, yeah. No, no, Scott. Yeah. Well, our post motivated me, so I'm going to start making my bed every morning. Yes. It, do, it does make you feel so I mean, nice. it, it really does make yeah. you feel better. I don't know why. Like, I, I really. It's like your, if your environment is cluttered and your oh, environment no, that is, is true. Not, like uh-huh. clean and like, like you said, clean yeah. lines, like looks good, then you yeah. feel like cluttered in your head. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. That is actually, that's so true. For me, especially, like, mm-hmm. I I cannot, I can't do clutter because you're right. Like, it gets, my energy gets all weird. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that. You, you get, get overwhelmed. Versus yeah. like, yeah, what yeah. I need to be doing? I need to be clean. Yeah, because my energy has to be calm. So I have to have everything in place. I don't like knickknacks. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't. No. Like Mm-mm. at all, very little. Sen- like I'm not very sentimental about Mm-mm. things. I just <laughs> I throw everything out. Throw it out. <laughs> Thank you. Trash. Oh my gosh, so my like, family- I gave you that. I'm like, yes, I don't use. Yeah, it. yeah my family <laughs> thinks that I'm so unfeeling oh, yeah, I'm so- and that I'm yeah. just so weird. But I'm like, <laughs> now Michael is super sentimental. Yeah. So I guess maybe you have what I don't know. Is Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Keep everything. Oh my gosh, Michael oh. is so. I mean, he, <laughs> yes, it's, hoarding is not a good thing. <laughs> oh, I still no. have this jumperu for my son who's turning eighteen in a week or so. <laughs> I still have this jumperu. I can't get rid of his oh. jumperu. Oh, you know, I keep stuff like that. Like well, I, I mean, have my I, pregnancy tests. Oh, you <laughs> know, what? I actually. Oh I, my god. No, I think Michael kept mine, but I do have like the boys, like their first little pair of tennis shoes, and oh, I have yeah. their little blanket, their little yeah. BBs. Oh, yeah, but their pictures. But oh. everything else, <laughs> you would not know that I have children or. Husband, <laughs> see, I have a whole storage. I will get rid of everything but kids' stuff, and I have a whole storage room that is just kids' papers, oh. kids' oh. everything. Oh, you're so good. I'm like, you Harriet's come home with his art, and I go, oh, That's lovely. Yep, he's like, Trash, trash. <laughs> yeah, trash. Mom, um, that little bunny I made you, why did I see it in the trash can? Your dad threw it out. You're like, Oh, your dad is so heartless. <laughs> and he's like, Never would I, never would I throw it away. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. no, no, not a um, order at all. is not a good thing. No, I know. I think, do you know what I can't throw out though? What underwear? What? Okay, I can't no. throw out underwear. Uh oh, we're gonna cir- we're gonna oh, circle no. back to that we go. underwear conversation. Where are you getting? She's gonna oh, sell it. You can, you can, can sell, sell it. it. I was I like, able to. You can sell it. I, I, like, I was I like, love- now we know the no. second market. She's gonna be super yeah, successful. Yes. <laughs> it's like her four hundred one k. She's got a four hundred one k set aside. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what? Lisa could sell like this is Lisa Kelly's underwear. Worn These are underwear. twenty years old. Oh my god! Years old. What era would you like? They're gonna be like it's like an auction. I'd be like Five thousand dollars. Like the Taylor Swift eras tour. Yeah, it'd be like the eras oh, underwear. Okay, so Oops, you have to explain why can you not? I just throw can't. This out? I can't throw out underwear. It's the really? only thing. Like yeah, it's the one thing that I like. Okay, you could that, go through. I've I'm gonna giggle drawers. about that for so long. <laughs> I mean, can't throw the mesh. Even like um, I don't you buy expensive underwear. You have to have literally underwear. an entire dresser of just underwear. Yeah, yeah, all cheap as well. Like we're talking 
like one dollar thongs. I was like, you have yeah. got, you can have a total side hustle. You can have your That's own vending funny. machine. Yeah. Could my own, my own vending machine. Oh my machine. God, have your beautiful right face. Right by Pure Bar. Right, exactly. Beautiful <laughs> face. Oh my God. I, okay, so here funny. is a business plan. Yeah. For, so I, if you're looking for what I hoard, I hoard underwear. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, and I think Scott's about the same as well. He has like oh my God. so many pairs of boxers. So many pairs. It's the things crazy. we learn here. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of underlying. Yeah, I need to go into your psyche and figure out what it is. Why do you that. keep underwear? Yes. That's weird. That's when be you were a episode. child, did your mom never buy you new underwear? You had to wear She's the, the same. same. She's the same. She hoards underwear as well. Interesting. That's episode 25. Yes. I think that it must, exactly. be a, it must be a Kelly thing. I think we all do. I'm thinking of my sisters too. They probably hoard. I have one sister who's a complete hoarder, so she hoards everything. Interesting. Yeah, it's funny. It's hmm. funny. Pam's analyzing. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I think about like people who have like shoe fetishes and you know millions oh, yeah. of shoes and they will never throw away shoes, but underwear. Oh is no, I do have ones. a thing for shoes. No, I do throw the ones like I mean I hurt, but I, I mean I can't I can't not have. There's no such thing as having too many shoes. I know. I know. A lot of people. Are I saw that, that look. Oh my god! Now I understand no, what no. Country Wayne's talking about. Like you're like looking into my soul. No, I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> what no. do you hoard? Do I hoard? Yeah. All right. You know what? We need to analyze you. I don't know. What do I hoard? You're I bet running shorts. No. No. Running shorts. No. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I do save a lot of the kids' stuff, probably more so than anything. What's your else, favorite though? thing to buy? Like, what makes you happy when you mm, buy it? Probably clothes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throwing away clothes though, but after a while, you're just you know if you don't use it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. time to like clean out. That's yeah, hard for that. me to do with clothing mm-hmm. though. I'm, I can do it with shoes. Clothing for me, I've learned in the past, I'll get rid of it. And so there's something in my psyche that then two days later I'll have, I'll need, I'll be like, oh my God, if I had just kept that shirt. Exactly. So now I have like four closets. Wow. Packed. All like seasoned by colors because I. Oh my goodness. You are so I am so, I just am like so paranoid. Like I'll pull it out. I'm like, I haven't worn that in two years. Okay. Get rid of it. No, no. Don't you remember that dress you donated and then you went to that thing and you were like you needed that exact dress it's like this constant it's mad i know why do i do that pam well but it goes back to like i needed that and i can't have i didn't have it or i gave it away yeah i can find something else to wear but it's that That specific specific thing thing. and then if i wear so frustrating that when you're looking for one thing and you know you either have it or you gave it away but then you're like why did i where could I yeah, find then it? I, I can't and then find that's it. when when I go back through, I'm like, I haven't worn that in two years, or I haven't worn that in three mm-hmm. years. Oh my god, I don't even know if that would even still fit me. But I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So it never happens. If it's sentimental to me, then I keep it. Which we know Again, how I'm I sentimental. Don't, so I don't have, I have anything. Of, sen- I mean, yeah, I mean, no clothes. Mm-mm. No, I purge twice a year. I need to. I mean, I'm yeah. so good with everything else but clothes. Yeah, clothes are yeah. hard. Yeah, it's still hard, shoes but I'll easier. still cut it. Oh, yeah, shoes. I have no problem. I yeah, easier. no. But again, I'll keep my $1 Old Navy flip-flops for 25 years. <laughs> like, right along with your of, thongs. With my thongs. <laughs> Maybe it's just cheap. Maybe it is I like to keep the cheap stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, but they still are good. Oh, I won't throw out makeup either. That's the other thing. Oh, wow. oh my like gosh. Oh, see, I can. Yeah. 
That I, one, I had like MAC that. makeup from 20 years ago from my first year in Riverdance. The first year we were there, we got a 25% discount on all MAC makeup. So I have like oh, a you big went case to town. MAC you know. eyeshadows that I never used that are still sitting there. And I once had a dream that my house burned down and all I was upset about was my MAC eyeshadow. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, go get the MAC eyeshadow. Go get the makeup. Not the baby pictures, no. but the MAC eyeshadow. Everything else just so let it burn. Funny. Let it yeah. burn. Let's save the eyeshadow. <laughs> It's crazy. Eyeshadow and underwear. That's interesting. I'm still thinking about it. Still trying to figure out what's going on there. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think that's my weird. That's my weird. Well, we all have something weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you would be human if you don't have something weird. Yeah. I I mean, I say that because it just makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So, so what's your weird? Mine's germaphobe. You guys know me. I'm like constantly sanitizing my hands. I'm a germaphobe. Um, I, I mean, I really do think that I just. Don't like clutter. I'm weird about like the way that my house is. Yeah. I like I like structure. Yeah, I like structure. Yeah, oh, it yeah, just I like. Structures. Yeah, I mean, I just feel good working. Like everything just yeah has a place and mm-hmm. boundaries. I feel really good about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Summer is a nightmare for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel I accomplish nothing when I don't have a proper schedule of going to work mm-hmm. and doing right. the set. Like once I have any yeah. sort of free time, I'm so. Um, not productive at all. Yeah. I find it really hard. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. No, I like, you know, you, it sounds good to be able to like, just completely chill and do nothing. Mm-hmm. I can do it for like maybe 45 minutes and then I start to get antsy yeah. and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so do I need to go reorganize the pantry? I mean, do I need to do some more laundry? Maybe I should just go ahead and wash the dish, put the dishwasher on and then it's only half full. Right. Well, I yeah. heard our upcoming guest, Derek, talking about like how people who live for the weekend and then just kind of do nothing on the weekend, he's got feelings towards that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I'll if I have a day off, I think I'm going to get a lot done, but I'm less productive. Yeah. It's kind of like when I was in college, like the more I was working and the more, you know, projects I had and different things, I got more done than when I had less going on, I feel mm-hmm. like. When the kids were little, I did love the weekends when we had mm-hmm. nothing to do. But now that, you know, my kids are grown and out of the house, I it, it's so weird how then it's flip-flop where I'm just like, I mean, I love the downtime with Michael and we do love in the evenings sitting on the back porch and just having some wine and stuff like that. But I do remember that feeling of the weekends that I could not wait yeah. for Friday afternoon when I would pick the boys up from school and know that there was nothing going on that mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. So I do remember that. I don't know what switched with me because mm-hmm. now it's just like, I'm like... I don't care if it's the weekend. I mean, it's kind of the same. Yeah. You know? So maybe it was just with the kids. You're like the lady in Downton Abbey. What's her name? I never watched uh, that. You never watched Downton Abbey? I didn't. Oh, the, the, the count, not the countess. What's her name? I know. Is this Maggie. a compliment? Or? Like, yeah, yeah, no. When they're all talking about a weekend, she's like, what's a weekend? Oh, <laughs> yes. Because like, you're okay. like, it's a weekend. Yeah, what's well, a weekend? I don't, it's just yeah. another day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Talking about TV shows and like overachievers. Have you guys watched uh, Below Deck? Yes. Um, no. Yes. I've like binge watched that as funny as watching. Is it not <laughs> so hilarious? I it's love it, but good. so Captain Sandy. Oh yes, is a badass. Oh, she is yeah. a total badass. I love her, and I've messaged her. To, I want her to be on this so bad. Oh so I've messaged her. I'm not blowing her from like, but I would love to get her on here because yeah. I think she is just funny. awesome. She's amazing. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, because what? What's the other captain? Oh my god. There's the two. There's the one that's sailing. Is it Rick? No. One in sailing and the other one that's it's not the, the sailing regular. one. Captain. The older. Yeah, the older. Oh. He was awesome too. I can't believe it. Oh. I can't what think of his name. 
That's going to drive me crazy. Lisa, you would like that. Belinda, you like reality. I do. I love reality Yeah, it's, 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 oh, it's, it's funny. It's so funny. Oh, I have I mean, to watch this. Like, just what goes on. Like, I don't know. I mean, of course, I could go on a, if I, if, if I had to. Mm-hmm. But now I would probably be like, what are they talking about down there? What are they doing down mm-hmm. there? I mean, I know where those where, where they. What are they doing down the there? The people that have been on him because there have been some amazing guests on the. Oh yacht, my gosh! And yes. there have been some awful ones, but the way they talk about him, like when they watch his show afterwards, that, yes, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, what I would be so absolutely. Bad. I think I would be so over the top, like trying to be so nice because I'm like, I know that you guys are talking about us. I know you exactly. are. I know you're gonna be you're gonna be evaluating mm-hmm. everything I do. I cannot request anything because you get dogged on if you were like have mm-hmm. special requests. You know my favorite person on is the chef. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. So well, the chefs are always so funny. Like they, the always, one, they get the worst. They get the worst treatment though. Like they it, do it's either because like it's all on them to either like they've performed or they haven't. Like Yeah, they, and I mean the guests yeah. and I know it's reality TV yeah. show so mm-hmm. everything is heightened, but like I just to this day cannot believe that people actually treat other people that oh, way. Like so when you hear bad. some of those guests the way that they talk mm-hmm. to that team, like it always startles me yeah. that people think that, that that's justified to mistreat just because, like, yeah. okay, oh my god, I'm sorry, I didn't. That's not how I ordered my just eggs. That, like, that was mm-hmm. one of them I remembered, and the mm-hmm. guy just like literally flipped out over eggs. Right. And I'm just like, ridiculous. okay, please tell me this is only because it's you know you're being filmed that you actually <sighs> don't go through life. Mm-hmm. Like that, I just think that would be miserable. Yeah. So the one I loved was Chef Rachel Hargrove. I need to message her. I'd love to get her on. She I don't was. Remember she was good. Her. She yes, is. Do. Yeah, she's. See, I, I. I love her. Well, she was really good. Her attitude. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just because they do the Mediterranean, the she, don't yeah. they? Isn't that Captain Sandy? Does she do the Mediterranean? Or? It's the most recent below deck. Oh, out. okay. I have been to watch like the whole season, season yeah. ten. I think. I can't remember where like though. Italy and then no. Were they there? No, I can't remember where they were. I gotta look somewhere in Spain, maybe. But she, there's this one that's interesting because there's a there's a guy and he's he's the captain of this like other smaller, right? Those but, boats are insane. Yeah. And and he's messaging and he's like, "You need to move, like you need to move," because he was worried like there's going to be wind and it was going to blow like yeah. their vessel into their. And she was, "No, I'm not doing that." And then she's like, "I feel like he thinks he can talk to me like this almost because I'm female." Oh yeah. And so there's not oh. a lot of like respect for women who are. Captains. And she was just, and she was very like, I am not moving. Like, I am. Oh, I love that one. That episode. That one? She was a stud. She was like, I, I'm not. Sorry. If it gets bad, then I'll like talk to him again. But yeah. she, she, she really stood her, her ground. But she was just like, I think that there's a disrespect because women who are reached the level of a captain don't get that much wow. respect and treatment. But that's it's a really like good episode. It's like we've come so far, yet, but yet we haven't. Yeah, oh, I would, I would love good. to get her on. Mm-hmm. But I love this chef too. She's, she would be like one I'd want to hang out with. She was awesome. That Rachel Hargrove. It was Captain Lee, by the way. Lee. That's it. That's oh it. my gosh. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Captain yeah. Lee. Oh, I have I to mean, watch this. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to get another glass yeah. of wine. So good. Um, watch season ten. Season like, ten. It's, it's, it's just so funny. What's it on? Uh, uh, I watch on Amazon. Bravo. It's on Bravo. Bravo. Oh, Amazon. Okay, okay. There's. That's not me. It's funny. I was watching. I was binge watching with Corbin. I said, I don't know if you should be watching this. And he reminded me he's getting ready to turn eighteen. So I was like, okay. Oh, Teresa. I know. Probably watching worse. I know. <laughs> I, know. I was like, honey, he's watching worse. <laughs> You're so cute. That's so funny. I was telling like Lisa worse. before we started that I realized that this is his last first day of school was the <gasps> other day, and so I cried and I cried and I cried. I remember. I mean, yeah. oh yes, I the, remember the, those days too. The, I mean, now that I do, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like I said, I know I'm not sentimental and I don't like to cry, break out in hives. Yeah. 
But I do remember when the kids, their first day when they pulled out of the driveway after they got their license, oh, that God. one was heartbreaking for yeah, me. The license. And when I dropped them off at college and I had to drive, when we drove away. Oh, I haven't done that one yet. No. So those, yeah, those were, so I totally get Brutal. it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Somebody's either peeing or pouring wine. In that <laughs> I was peeing in the corner. Exactly. <laughs> I'm peeing in the corner. She might Dr. Pam. Yes. It's me. The bladder issues are real. She in her glass. Yes. The bladder. <laughs> oh. I mean, hi. We got to keep yeah. it real here, yes. guys. Yes. I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think our guest next week is going to be amazing. I think he's going to. I'm really excited. help us with a good, yeah, good like mindset. I, said, I would and, love to, mm-hmm. I mean, just talking to someone who has been in the military and that discipline and come out of it and continue to stay that course and continue to just, you know, yeah. motivate. Like she tune in next week for Derek Johnson. I interview. Right, you guys. Cheers, Cheers to being a go-getter. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Thank you for joining the ladies of the Middle Age-ish podcast as they journey through the ups and downs of this not young, but definitely not old season of life. To hear past episodes or make suggestions for future episodes, visit www.middleageish.com. That's www.middleageish.com. You can follow along on social media at Middle Age-ish. Also, if you have a moment to leave a review, rate, and subscribe, that helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Middle Age-ish Podcast.